0: Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be taking a look back at our favourite top 10 films of the year, um, most of them have been on Disney Plus, we're going to kind of bend the rules a little bit on a couple of these I think. Um, so these are um, all have been released by Disney, uh, Films, you know, Marvel, all the rest of it. Um, searchlight pictures and stuff. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. You can also find us on what's whatsondisneyplus.com. And yeah, so let's jump into it because 2022 has been um, one heck of um, a year. Um, I well, we'll say this list is not in any order. So number one doesn't mean any more than number 10. There's, we, we didn't want to go too far in that because that's a little bit tricky. So I'm just going to go down the list of which um, uh, way I wrote them down. So my number one, um, Avatar, the, the Way of Water. Um, I mean, I loved the first film. I, I thought it was great. I was not bothered about the second one being in 3D. Was going to go see it in 2D um fact i mean disney did invite me out to a special showing so i saw it on a really good 3d film and i literally got to the end of the film and was like wow um the fact that i you know it's like never once i don't remember once thinking oh i might need to pee you know yeah. you know like uh, you know with this three hour plus movie and it's like i'm just like and i just remember getting to the end of it going that was it was a visual feast it's going to be interesting to see how it works when it arrives on disney plus in 2023 um but i enjoyed the story i mean i've seen avatar 1 probably about 10 times i do actually really like it i like the pandora world and so this movie just for me was like i wasn't too sure but after watching it i'm like that was i just it was it was a proper big blockbuster just something and i think as it's been so long since we've seen anything with avatar um it really did just kind of go wow that that was i loved it it was yeah it was easily my favorite film of the year uh, and I haven't seen it,
1: and I will see it when it comes out on Disney Plus. the The three hour runtime is just I I can't justify it for a movie that I'm only eh, eh on. But I am glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad you got to to try it in 3d as well I yeah because
0: i was dead against 3d you know it was right. very you know very much against it um so now it's it's just kind of really interesting to see um and there's a lot of buzz around it and stuff but for me yeah that was that was my favorite one but i kind of broke my rule a little bit on that they had to be on disney plus because it was just like this was way too good it, <laughs> not to have it on there <laughs> it'll it'll
1: be on disney plus early next year did yeah. we, we know that so yeah um so what was your one on the films of your top 10 um, before I do my first, I'm just going to point out that while these are not in any order, um, my list is definitely divided into two. The first half are movies that I genuinely would put on my top five list. And then the uh, five remaining, I've got to fill this list out with something because uh, they're 10. So we'll get yeah. to that when we get to the second <laughs> half of them. They're still good movies, but uh, in a normal year, I probably would not be putting them on the top top ten list. We'll worry about that when we get there. Yeah. Uh, the first one, again, in no particular order is Prey. Uh, yeah which uh, was a predator movie uh, came out on Hulu over here. And if you had told me that I'd be putting this on my list uh, at this time last year, I would have kind of laughed in your face. There's no way a predator movie and the trailer looked kind of blah, but then when we actually watched it, they, they did a fantastic job with this. The, the acting was great. The story was really good. My, my thing going into is like, you know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his team had a really hard time with a predator in the 1990s. How are you going to have, uh, you know, a Native American doing a fight in what, 17, whatever it was, and they they pulled it off. It's really really
0: well done. This this is a a top tier one. Don't sit on it. Yeah, this was this was on my list. Is actually, um, it was yeah, it was very much like my initial thought of movies was this was top top three kind of territory. It was easily the best. Um, I think it was the best film. I think that was directly onto Disney Plus here in the UK. Um, this one, just like, I remember, it, it I think, like, because it's just over 90 minutes. It's fast. It's kind of pretty, you know, it's the pacing is good. There, I loved the original Predator film. I was a big, big, I remember that being a big, you know, not that I should have been watching it, but it was always, Anyway, I remember having, like, predator action figures again of how but it was that kind of thing of like this franchise and then it kind of drifted off Uh, predator 2 was okay but then this one was like it went back to basics and honestly this this is one of those films we got that could have been released in cinemas and could have brought in a couple hundred million i mean it wouldn't have done you know billions but it would have done enough to uh, yeah this was a fantastic return to the prey franchise and it yeah this was this was just really great just to see this one and again big, big release of the summer. I mean, I think it's it definitely was the Disney over here was really promoting it as um, a big film and, you know, catch, catch a lot of people off guard because I don't think people were expecting this to be as good as it was. I definitely fall in that camp. I was not expecting this to be a particularly good movie
1: and it surprised me. And if this had not been um, in the, it's uh, called it the COVID recovery year for the, for the movie theaters, not for population yeah. in general. Um, this would have been in theaters. It would have made some good money, generated some good buzz. So it's mm-hmm. unfortunate that it got relegated down to the streaming services. But uh, their loss, our gain. Really good mm-hmm. movie.
0: Yeah. So my second pick was Four Eleven Thunder. Um, this was my favorite out of all of the Marvel releases this year. Which I, I know it was a very hit and miss film with some people. I really dig the humor and the the. It was that kind of thing. of It was a bit a bit silly. It was full of laughs. It was big, bright, and colourful. I loved the characters, and for me, that, that's the kind of thing I'm looking for when I want to be a big spectacle. It was a force, you know, fantastic um, character. Um, I thought the fact that I'm not normally an Natalie Portman fan of, especially Jane character, I've not been that fa- fan of her, but I enjoyed the comic book run that this was kind of based on, and I thought they covered it well enough that it was like, okay, she's actually okay in this. I really just like Taika Waititi's like humor. And I think that is a key aspect of like, he can turn up and just do like an advert for the MTV Awards and I'm laughing. It's just, there's something about him. I've seen a number of his movies. His humor just, it resonates with me. And I think that's why I like this one so much more.
1: I'm with you on this. This is also on my list in the the number two spot. And uh, like you said, a lot of people were kind of negative on this. Maybe they were hoping for something a little bit, more different from Ragnarok or, or kind of like an escalation and it didn't quite bring that but I really enjoyed this movie quite a bit and uh the other factor might be that we've we've gotten a bit overexposed on Taika's work in the last couple of years cuz also on HBO um our flag means death came out that was another series by him uh where we uh, what we do in the shadows is up to season 4 uh Wellington Paranormals on like season 2 or 3 mm-hmm. so there's a lot of Taika out there right now yeah. and maybe feeling People are feeling a little overexposed on it. That said, I really enjoyed it. It's what I wanted from this film. Uh, There were certain bits and pieces that didn't quite hit, but the overall was very well done. And I particularly loved that black and white sequence uh, Mm -hmm. where they're they're fighting on, uh, I don't remember, like the the little tiny planet thing out there. That was such a well-done sequence. And then uh, the big problem with the MCU, I wish they hadn't killed off. Uh, they're villains again in the yeah. end because Christian Bale so was good. doing really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what about what else is on your list this year? Uh, let me take a look. Next up, uh, Death on the Nile, uh, oh which was, welcome. which was the uh, uh, Agatha Christie, I believe, was the author for yeah. that, yes. and um, which is interesting because I did not like uh, the original one that they did several years ago um, from this series, uh, the series, The Murder on the Orient, yeah. yeah. I did not like that one, so I went into this kind of like, eh, try it out. And this one was so much better than uh, Murder was. And uh, they did a very good job of uh, bringing the story to life. All the actors and actresses did a great job. Um, This one's maybe not like super, super amazing, but
0: it's definitely one of the top tier movies of the year for me. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I thought it was good. I, again, I think it was better than Murder on the Orient Express. Um, I have a different Agatha Christie film on my list. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. It was kind of one of those, you know, like I, I wrote out like it was probably in like, I probably got to about 14 and then it was like, oh, I need to trim some. So that was on my trim list. Um, Again, this was something that came out. I think it only came out like. It was like literally like 45 days later on Disney Plus over here. I, I I love this kind of style. Um yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the new Glass Onion film over the Christmas weekends. Um I like, yeah, no, Death and Power. I like these kind of things. So I, I enjoyed this one. I, I and I'm really glad that we're getting a third one in the franchise. But no, that, that one's a good one. Um, so I'll lean into that one um with See How They Run, um a Search Pictures film, which is kind of a based on agatha christie's um like the mouse trap um i i just really enjoyed this film it was light-hearted it was fun i loved the whole the, the, the cast was amazing it really caught my attention I, I think watching it and you know not knowing really anything about it and just enjoying the story and being taken along for it and watched it again when it arrived on disney plus um yeah, this 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 was one of my highlights of the year. It was um, it was one of my I'd probably say it was one of my favorite films of the year, and I was I was like definitely kind of Agatha Christie connected on that one. And I do like
1: um, Mousetrap, which yeah. I saw uh, in theater in London many, many, many years ago. Uh, I don't actually remember watching this one,
0: to be no. honest. Um, I'm not sure if I I did. I think it went to HBO Max in the US, but it was was again, this is the great thing with these search like picture films. They've been about 45 days. So you've really not had to wait that long to get them. um, So that was on my list. What um, other film was on your list? Let's see. The next one that I have
1: written down was black Panther Wakanda forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, So not too much to say about that since we talked about it relatively recently, but Uh, It's the other MCU film that I really enjoyed. Uh, Definitely had some issues with parts of it, particularly the final fight and uh, characters who are smart, who are supposed to be smart acting stupid. But overall, uh, I enjoyed it well enough to get it up onto the list, uh, which I realize is kind of a not a huge uh, recommendation <laughs> for it, but I did I did actually enjoy this. Looking forward to catching it again on uh, Disney Plus early next year.
0: Yes, so um, we haven't got an exact date yet. They did put out a little like teaser trailer this week of 2023 and in there was Wakanda Forever. So I'm guessing it's not going to be too far off. I I really enjoyed the film. Not a patch on the first. I would just straight up say not a patch on the first one. I love the whole aspect of bringing in the um, more I could have done without Ironheart. I know she sets up the new Disney Plus series, but um, I'm, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's a really kind of odd one. I was a bit torn. I, again, this is the problem, I think, for me with this one is this was a, a case of, again, compared to like of Thunder, of it being like, oh, this one's a little bit more somber, serious. Um, and I, I think I like, I think I've realized I do like a little bit of humor in my stuff. Um, so this one was a little bit heavy for me.
1: It was. And they, of course, had to work around the fact that Chadwick Boseman wasn't there to reprise the role, Mm. uh, which kind of influenced the story as well. made a large part of the story about moving on, uh, coming to terms with it. uh, And that was the main arc. And then, of course, they added in Killing Off uh, Mm. uh, the Mother as well. So, yeah, it's a much more serious movie in many regards. That said, yeah. it's still a good one. It was a good
0: year for the MCU overall, mm-hmm. actually, in terms of films. Yeah, And we might as well jump on to the other one that was on, on my list as well, was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I really enjoyed this film. Um, I loved the whole multiverse aspect to it, which is quite weird considering I've always said how I don't like the multiverse. Um, generally, I prefer things to be a little bit more simple. I liked the idea of them bringing in these different characters, the jumping between the worlds. And, you know, a kind of a continuation of Division, a little bit kind of skewed with in terms of making Scarlet Witch kind of the villain. But, yeah, I, I thought this was great. And obviously it's kind of fed off of No Way Home. And, yeah, this was, to me, one of the, one of the highlights of the year. I, I really enjoyed this film. So this is actually
1: one of the first films that's in my on the list, but only because I have to fill the list out uh, items, which isn't to say I didn't like it. I it, it was a fun movie. Uh, there were some very good bits to it, but overall I did not think it was up to the standards of stuff that had come before it, including the first mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. And there were parts of it that actively annoyed me, such as uh, them bringing the Illuminati in and just uh, immediately killing all of them off And in what was supposed to be yeah. a very, like, oh my goodness, you killed off Professor X and Mr. Fantastic. And it, it was kind of a, you know, like a poke in the eye kind of deal uh, for characters that we've waited a very long time to see. And then, uh, to have this happen, it was appropriate for the film. I
0: still felt it was kind of cheap writing. I felt like they could have done. They, we needed to see more of them, so mm-hmm. then when it happened, maybe if it happened, you would then kind of felt more for it. It kind of yeah. in that way, you kind of it needed to have been established a little bit before. Maybe had some of them turn up in one or something like that. And I don't know. It was yeah. I, I get what you mean on that, but I, I I fairly enjoyed this one. I thought this was. Um, a nice follow-on from No Way Home, which I watched again the other day. So it was just like, yeah, so I enjoyed that one. Um, so what else did you have on your list? So this is the the last of the
1: top half of the yeah. list, and I know this is not going to be on your list, uh, Werewolf by Night. Uh, we, we actually weren't sure if we were going to include these yeah. ones on the list because they're not really movies. They're one-shots, but uh, kind of threw that one on the list there. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I loved the art style of it. I loved the the throwback to the schlocky horror slasher films, even though I don't really have nostalgia for them. I didn't really grow up watching them. I thought it was a really good throwback to them. Uh, Was not perfect. Definitely had some things it could have done better. I would have liked, you know, uh, maybe like Moon Knight or something to show up in there. But in the end, this came out much better than I was expecting it to. And I genuinely enjoyed it. And I ended up watching it twice. I ended up uh, seeing it on Halloween itself. Yeah. Uh, so
0: this one ends up, on, I know it's not on yours, though. <laughs> At all. I, I've, I have watched <laughs> it twice. I watched it. I uh, watched because we got an early version of it. And then I watched it again when it arrived on Disney+. Plus, so I could see it like in 4K and see if it looked better. Yeah, I, I just didn't enjoy this one. Um, I enjoyed aspects of it. I like Man-Thing. Um... I just didn't really connect with this one at all. It just, it just, yeah, it just, I don't know what it was. It was just something about, I, I, but I will say, and this is the kind of thing of, I might not have enjoyed it, but I am really glad that they tried something. And that is, I enjoyed Direct by Night much more than the actual special. Than the, but I, I, I think there was that kind of aspect of going, oh, I'm, I can, they're doing something a little bit different here. And I like that. And I did, I, I, that was the thing. I think it gave us some extra bonus points because it was just like, yeah, yeah, no, that was that was pretty good. And, and then they followed
1: it up, of course, with Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, which continues this format. So I really hope that they drew enough viewers between the two of them to continue this format. It's, hmm. you know, not every character in the MCU needs uh, a six or eight episode miniseries. Uh, a lot of them can't carry a series on their own. This is an alternative that they hmm. I hope they continue to use.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of weird cuz I was I was just yeah, it's it's definitely nice to see them just try it. So because I enjoyed I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special um but it wasn't like it wasn't in the same league for me to get onto this list. I, I enjoyed it's... it, but it's yeah, it didn't kind of qualify for me. Um so I'm going to throw um another film on here um which was Turning Red. Um I thought this was a lovely story. I really enjoyed the aspect of it being set in um, the early noughties, set in t- Canada, where I kind of it was kind of, I think I'd, I went to Canada in the, just for WrestleMania, uh, was it WrestleMania um, 18 in Toronto? And it was around the same time as this. And um, I just kind of brought back those memories because I could kind of relate to it. And I think it was the thing of, Oh, it? and I enjoyed the fact that it was a little bit different from the American side. And I enjoyed the aspect of them bringing in different things. I love the whole, the metaphor of what this was about. Um, and Primarily, it was like, oh, I just wish that we'd had this when we were kids because it would have been really good to kind of. I don't know, we would have understood it because probably most of it would have gone over our heads because we wouldn't have had the internet. But um, it, I thought this was a lovely story. I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I loved the the panda. Um, yeah, I mean, you, know, you can even see um, the little panda <laughs> pop. I, I yeah, there. yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. So I thought this was a real fun little series and just. It just it was just fun i really enjoyed it i, I like the music in it with the boy band stuff and <laughs> the whole just the, the culture different I, I it was just to me a really it, easily the the best animated film i'd seen of the year now i will say um we're str- we we have not seen strange world because we're recording this like a day or so early because of christmas so it comes out for us tomorrow so <laughs> so i haven't seen it yet so um the I don't I that one probably could have maybe made a list, but we're gonna to have to wait and see. But it was a, a, at the time of recording, we haven't seen it. So it's kind of annoying because this week was we had like the barbarian. We've just had um and we've got Banshees of Intron literally just got added yesterday. So I haven't had a chance. So over the so on Christmas Eve, my plan is to do Strange World, and I'm having a bit of a um a full day of just like catching up on some movies and stuff while building some Lego and yeah so it's <laughs> kind of a good do Not these being released like a week ago but yeah no, it's it's yeah it's it's uh, that's the that's the some fun of some of these things.
1: It is. And I haven't seen any of those either so they're no. not on my list either but um Turning Red is on yeah. my list so yeah. to talk about that briefly. Um this is again we're now in the second half of the list for me so these are ones that yeah they're they're good enough for the list. I wasn't quite as enamored with Turning Red. I think the message is super important. It's mm. And like you said, this is something that I wish we had had as kids maybe demystify some of the things that it talks about, especially coming from the male perspective where a lot of these things are just not talked about. Or you talk about them for one week in school and then (laughs) – And then it disappears again until you're like dating or, or whatever, which happens. Yeah. And
0: especially when you live in a house that we're just, with just, you know, your, your brother and your dad and your mom and stuff. These things does not tend to get talked about as much as me. You know, well, I'm like with sisters and stuff.
1: I grew up with two sisters. We still didn't talk about any yeah. of this, or at least not in front of me. Uh, so, again, very important messaging, uh, a lot of positivity in that. But the movie as like an actual story didn't really qu- click with me all that much. I was kind of not really engaged with it for the most part but the animation is great voice acting is really good uh it's it's a solid movie the message is far more important than the plot is though yeah. as far as i'm
0: concerned yeah i mean i just look at this and it's like in such a different league to like light like, yeah, it's just such a mm-hmm. completely different league of like that's a film just like i I'll, I'll probably might watch it again at some point but it's not in a rush to watch it um i've got a different movie here now fresh This was released on Hulu in the US, Disney Plus over here. Um, This one was a really weird movie um, of Sebastian Stan basically kidnaps women and keeps them alive while slicing off their body parts and selling them on the internet. Um, This was creepy. It was I really liked, and I'm not a horror. I'm not like that kind of, uh, but I really enjoyed this one. This one was um, a real, a real breath of fresh air. In a,
1: in a sense, sure. Uh, it It's not on my list, but I did appreciate... Um, you know, this was a year for Sebastian Stan to be doing all sorts of stuff because he's here in this. Uh, last year he had Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and he's just been kind of all over the place with, with his roles, which is good. Uh, let him expand and try different things and take advantage of his uh, current popularity. Uh, that said, I did not engage with this movie at all. I, I checked out probably... 20 minutes into it.
0: I'm yeah. not sure. Oh, I think it was by then is you hadn't really got into like the 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 hook of it of where where
1: I mean I I did already know what the hook was because the trailers yeah. kind of you know gave it they didn't explicitly say what was happening, but you know there's going to be a oh this cute and funny rom com is going to turn very dark very quickly. Uh in but yeah, I don't know, didn't engage with it, but I think that that's just a a me thing rather than it not being a a good movie yeah no I I I thought that I thought that one was pretty good um so what else is on your list today uh let us see the next one on my list is uh Hocus Pocus 2 another one I don't think that was quite up there with you but again I had the the history of growing up with Hocus Pocus um so a little bit more of a connection to it um again it's not a super amazing movie I think if Uh, If you liked Hocus Pocus, you will like Hocus Pocus 2. They did a good job of recapturing the feeling of it. But if you didn't like Hocus Pocus 1, you're not going to like this one either. That said, the the whole point of watching it is for the three sisters. I don't care about the kids in the slightest. Uh, But they they recaptured the character really well, which is impressive considering how old uh, the original movie is. And it it did a good job of just recapturing the feel. That's all I wanted from this movie.
0: So I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, it didn't didn't make my list. It it was it was fine. Um, but again, not I don't have nostalgia goggles for the first film, and Halloween just doesn't mean much right. to me. It just doesn't. Um, honestly, the only thing really I have of like Halloween, you know, like one kid's party, and the only real main thing was going to the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween parties as a adult. that's literally my entire thing of it, of yeah, you know like free events in life is just not a big thing but i'm glad i'm glad, I'm glad people enjoyed it but yeah it wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't for me um moving on from there for me uh the princess um this one was one that was released on hulu and it's released on disney plus around the world um this one for me what really corner cool caught me off guard it was like a proper um old fashioned like 90s action film you mm-hmm. know it was full of action hardly any plot hardly any things and it was just she was just kicking ass from start to bottom. it was stupid I know it but it, this was such a 90s movie um I I really liked it, <laughs> it yeah was just a now, lot the fun this is on my list
1: too it's it, it's good fight choreography the music is good the acting does well enough for the purpose of the you you're not here for the acting um and you do have to suspend disbelief because she's yeah sure she's bulked up she's been training her entire life but uh she's also fighting against people like literally three times her size at certain points they have to tag her once and the fight's over but just ignore it have fun uh it's a good brain off movie for a solid 70
0: 80 minutes and it's better than it has any right to be honestly yeah you know i i I thought it was really really good i thought i thought this one was a lot of fun um so what else was on your
1: list I believe this is the last one since we doubled up on many of these. Uh I will mention Lightyear. Again, this is it's good enough for the list. This is me kind of going, "All right, I need to finish this list off. What do we've got?" Lightyear. I'm doing it mostly for the cat, honestly. Socks is the <laughs> best <was> part <laughs> of this movie. Uh it is a perfectly fine sci-fi adventure that throwback to, you know, the the olden days of like Flash Gordon and stuff like that. Uh it's just that it's missing that Pixar magic. It's missing mm. something that elevates it. Because that's the thing with Pixar. You, you, There's always an extra touch that you don't expect. And this movie just didn't have it. It kind of fainted in the direction of it a couple times and then backed off. I also didn't really like the twist with who uh, Zerg was. I, I thought that was a bit of a cop-out, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it didn't, just didn't need, it. Just didn't it, didn't need, need it. it. It just didn't need that. It just didn't need it um but it's 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 a real odd one because i don't think it was it it, it's such a weird movie in the fact of it just did not connect to people at all on many different levels um and in some ways it's a shame but it's that kind of thing as well of like it is that weird thing of like you took buzz Lightyear and you completely made him somebody else yeah and it was like you took a really great fun character that everyone loves around the world you know there's I've stayed in hotels where, where it's based on this on this character, and you know it's loved. It. And then they just kind of like made a real. I mean, I enjoyed it. I think as an adult watching it because I you know a bit more attention span. But I imagine younger kids have just got bored of this, and it's just it's really fun just seeing him have ads you just so keep getting for Lightyear toys. It's just like we've got this pile of them to sell. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Also, it is another movie with Taika in it. He, he voiced one of the henchmen, so uh, maybe a little overexposure on him. I think the main problem with the movie is expectations and not very good marketing. Um, the, we didn't know what kind of movie. Was it going to be Andy playing in his room and uh, and this is like what's happening in his imagination or uh, is it just a, a sci-fi show that happens to have a character that you recognize in it or what and the marketing was awful on that and then you know the expectations of it's a pixar film it's a toy story film uh it's going to be superior in every way and it just it just wasn't if if you took the branding off of it if you recast this as a different space soldier uh in a new franchise had no connection whatsoever to toy Story, i think it probably would have actually been better received
0: it's kind of yeah it's kind of like weird thing as you like you say if they if they called it yeah something but i, I kind of feel a bit like that with the national treasure series you could can't kind of, yeah yes. like you could kind of re, you could kind of call this from something else and i don't know it still i still would have been a little bit generic it still wouldn't have been um great it it definitely would have been generic but it wouldn't
1: have come with the preconceived expectations of it being um the character from toy story
0: yeah, no, I, it was fine. I, I it just didn't make my list. It just didn't make that cut. Um, so I'm gonna move on now to my other choice, which was Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So this one came out uh, back at April. And now I am a huge, huge Chippendale fan. I love these characters. These are great. You know, you can see them here. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, it's definitely for me. This one, I love this character. My mum and dad. i literally my mum tagged me in. Um, There's a picture on Chippendale on the Disney Cruise yesterday because it's, just like, it's just like these characters that I love. This movie totally got me. Um, I am obviously you know the 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 90s feel the, re, the 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 meta. I think that's what I loved about it was they took. It was not a well. We're just going to carry on the story and try and bring these characters up to now. It was like, no. We are completely taking them out of where they were, bringing them up to now. And um, then you know they're going on convention circuits they're trying to make money and it was just like oh you could you it's different it's not this it's not the same and i think that's what worked with it and you're able to get into it um i just i just thought it was a lot of fun it was just a real fun easygoing film that completely caught me off guard and was like yeah it's it's again this was like the top level like this could have been in, in theaters this could have gone come come to theaters and could have taken some money um I was thoroughly impressed with it and it definitely caught me completely off guard of how because I was going into this like oh, don't run it. <laughs> Just like, yeah. I'm not gonna say much on this
1: one. I said plenty. <laughs> I had the complete opposite. I hated this movie from start to finish. Like the if we were picking worst movies of the year, this is it right Here, number yeah. one, I hated this movie, and I, I am also a huge Chippendale fan. I loved the original Rescue Rangers, I loved the shorts. Um, you know, I had the, them on VHS, and you know, the and it was just a Chippendale, uh, like hour of nothing but shorts from them. I love them. If I see them in the parks, uh, they're fantastic. Uh, there was one year I did the um, the 5K the, at Disney World, and they had Chippendale in the Rescue Ranger guards. I'm like, all right. This is the one I'm stopping for. This is the one I'm getting a picture with. So the, uh so that was great. And this movie I hated it from start to finish. <laughs> Absolutely like skin crawlingly hated this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this is why there's two of us. So we have different opinions yes. on things, and that's, that's um,
0: any other films on your list or your top ten. Uh
1: no, I think we've covered everything on on the list. Uh there were there were a number of, you know. Mediocre to good
0: movies, we don't need to go into them. Well, uh, I was actually, I was just because you just brought it up actually, like worst films and stuff. So, got, mm, okay, yeah, um, worst films. So, got like Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers and stuff. Um, now I watched Amsterdam the other day because oh. I landed onto Disney. plus Um, oh my word, that was bad. That I, was so bad. It was, it was like, it's like, what was the point? It was, it was like, we've got all these amazing actors and no story.
1: I I have not seen it. Um, yeah. I was very excited when it was first announced because you know the cast is amazing. Other movies by this guy are, have been really really good. And then the reviews started to come in and like, oh, that's not good. Let's wait to see what people have to say. And people were saying, no, it's not good at all. I like, all right, I'll I will skip it.
0: Um, but it it sounds like that might have been the right choice. Yeah, it just didn't did not connect with me at all. Um, I've also got to put Pinocchio on this list and now i need to watch the, the netflix one yeah. but the trouble is i never didn't like the pinocchio i didn't really like the story from the, the original and the the new version was just so bland it was so bland and safe and it was just like we just did not need this at all there it brought nothing new to the table and yeah, I I was really. I mean, I wasn't looking forward to it because I never really liked Pinocchio. Um, it's probably why I'm not in that much of a rush to. It's like now I've like I didn't like the first film. I didn't, really didn't like the live action one. It's like the Netflix one is like, but it's still got to be the same story. Isn't it? So it's just like yeah, just yeah. So Pinocchio for me was was one of the like ones I was disappointed with. Yeah, it's definitely.
1: It's mid range. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I felt Tom Hanks was kind of wasted on it. Uh, mm. Could have gotten almost any other actor in that role, and it would have been about the same. Uh, and like you, the original Pinocchio doesn't doesn't particularly stand out to me. I don't hate it. I don't like it. The island with like, where he gets turned, all the kids get turned into donkeys and stuff, scared me a lot as a kid. That's about the only thing I remember from it, other than uh, of course the song, which has now become one of the mm. the main uh Disney songs otherwise I'm completely ambivalent to mm.
0: to Pinocchio and this movie did absolutely nothing to change that in either direction yeah um another one um which was really hard to watch was not okay um where she's basically like an influencer pretending to go to France, and that that was oh, yeah. that was a, that was a bad that was a bad one that one wasn't good I think I wiped that one from my
1: memory Um, I but yes, I have to agree that was not a good one at all. They, I get what they were trying for, but they just missed so far. This character is completely unlikable, and yeah, I, I I was hoping for her honestly to just kind of like get her full comeuppance, and then that was the end of the story. But they kept going. Um, any other whatever kind of films kind of caught your eye that you didn't like? Um. Honestly, I'd have to bring up the list again, and I yeah. I don't really want to go
0: trolling through it for stuff <laughs> I did not like. Um, well, yeah, i yeah. I'll give you a hint of a few. Of them. So we obviously we had Disenchanted, um, which was um, okay. Yeah, that was fine. I, I
1: did end up watching that. I, if you remember, I I yeah. didn't see it the week because I saw an even worse movie that week, uh, or not movie, but special with the um uh, let it's the the snow oh, snow snow <laughs> Oh <well>. my god. <laughs> And it's not a movie, so it doesn't qualify for the yeah. list, but that would definitely be on here yeah. uh, in the worst category, for sure. We
0: also had Rosalind, um, which... Yeah. That was okay. My wife hated it. She That would probably have been on her. She did hate one. Night at the Museum, didn't like that one at all. I didn't like that one. It was strictly um, middle but, of the road uh, yeah. for me. Um, I was gonna. Say, I was just noticing here, Matrix. Now, I actually thought that was okay. It was a bit scary, a bit grim, Mate but it was... It was a, I don't even remember yeah, It was one. like a Halloween one. That was pretty good. Um, uh, runner Rules, that was fine. Um, it, was, it was fine, yeah. yeah. Oh, Ice Age with the Adventures of Buck Wild came out here in the UK early this year. Um, came out late last year in the US. That was just so generic. That was um, really generic. Um, oh, just notice here, Fire Island. That was, I, that was a movie I did enjoy. I did enjoy that one.
1: That was very good. Um, actually, to be honest, if I... If I had remembered that one come out, I must have glossed over it <laughs> yeah. when I was on. I probably would have put that on the list. That is actually quite good.
0: Yeah, that was good. Um, oh, here's one. And I, this one is is this one's gotta be on my worst one. It's probably mm. is my worst of the year. Hollywood Stargirl. Oh
1: <laughs> it was better than the original. That's the best thing I can say about it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think I enjoyed the original. I this was that was that was such a that was a slug. That was that was really bad. I
1: have to – I'm wondering if they put this one in the original one out just to kind of poke DC in the eye because they have the show called Stargirl coming out on the CW. And I I, I, I have to wonder if they, they kept this franchise going just to to confuse people. Oh, I watched Stargirl. It was great. Oh, that that Disney – no, the CW. Uh, yeah. uh, that's the only rational explanation I can come up with for them making a sequel for this. Mm.
0: Uh, we also got Cheaper by the Dozen. That was another Disney mm. Plus original movie, which was very bland. Bland. Here's a movie though that, that actually was the opposite. Better night than ever. That was like such borderline for me to go onto because I really thought that was such a lovely little story, but it wasn't like good enough to go on the top ten. But it was like it it, it was a really good. F- it, I I it gave me feel good. It was a nice feel good movie. I enjoyed that one. And one I was not so keen on was Sneakerella. Um, no, that was that was
1: not so good. We we are definitely not the target audience for that. I think it's no. important to point that one out. That, that it's hard for us to to judge that one if you happen to be a big fan of of sneakers and and so forth. <laughs> uh, neither of us are, uh, so that was hard for us to judge. But did not click with either of us.
0: No. So anything else catch your eye from this year?
1: <sighs> no, I think that covers about the majority of it. The rest of the stuff was middle of the road uh mediocre fine if you need something to watch but yeah none of them really leap out as this hurt my brain i want to purge this from my memory kind of stuff we already talked about those and then of course the stuff we've already watched um so i think that'll wrap it up and we'll we'll move on to the
0: to the next stuff in the next episode yeah yes so before we go any further i just want to do a big shout out and thank you to all of our supporters and patrons including um jonathan jim uh, jay we've got tim chuck david mamad Raphael, adam dana ricky dave my vcr still works bina joshua dawn martin and uh, we've also then got as well i'm um, over on patreon a big thank you to uh paul daniel elliot arrow caleb red mars cody jacob Darren, the juice we've also got sarah Um, Lauren and Andrew. Thank you so much for your continued support. I hope you all have a fantastic Christmas and New Year. We'll be back next week with another episode where we're going to be going through our top 10 series. And we're probably going to be throwing in there some stuff that we didn't like as well. Um, But on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much for watching this video, make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com Like, follow and subscribe. Also a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I shall see you guys in another video. Later.